2: Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph Toyebash MG.
3: Alex Bernard Rasmussen.
0: Andy Brand Bernard.
3: And Melissa Bernard.
0: And we'll be right back, kick off hour two with the family. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. And get Walzer care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their
2: own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the
0: injured. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant.
2: (laughs) Do, 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 do,
0: do, do. What time is a guest on today? Uh, in 11 minutes. 11 minutes, guys, okay. want to be sure. perfect timing. Minutes. Perfect timing, ladies and gentlemen. Minneapolis has paid $63,000 to private security firms for three on the council. Uh I'm you might find me to have an unusual reaction to this because if they need security, I couldn't agree more, give them the security they need if they've been threatened, if their lives are in danger or whatever. Yes, absolutely give them uh private security. I got no problem with that. But by the same token, shut the hell up and let everybody have the police, okay? You need police. We need police, right?
2: Yeah, and we should be able to have a detail from the police to look after them. Yeah, well, I agree should, to protect them. That's mm-hmm. how that—that's how that system works. The police do the things that no one else wants to do. That's
0: exactly it. So, uh, in any case, yes, I, I'm not going to go. Well, why you—you you shouldn't have security. Yes, they should have security yeah. if they've been threatened. They should definitely have security. But so should we. Because once again, if you don't have a police force, the poorest of us all are going to suffer the most. Black people, white people, brown people, doesn't matter. The poorest among us will suffer the most without police departments.
4: I saw an uh, on-the-street kind of interview where they went to New York City to uh, talk to people about what they think about abolishing the police. Yeah. They went to uh, some affluent, you know, white liberal neighborhood and interviewed all the kids there. And, of course, they were all for abolishing the police. You know, sure, of course. They're awful. They they evolved from slave traders, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> oh, that's what they said? That's the new party line.
1: Oh, God. And then they
4: went to Harlem, and everyone was like, don't abolish the police. We're going to get ourselves killed. Exactly. Because if you're an upper or upper-middle class, you know... You live in Manhattan on the 175th floor. Of course, you're not afraid of getting rid of the police because no one's going to touch you. No, you're in an area that people can't even get in. Yeah. But if you live in a high crime area, you rely on the police to make it so you're not the next person who gets murdered in a drive-by or a drug deal gone wrong.
2: Or there you have it. Or uh, mugged because they want your you know 89 cents for money or or your buck for. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh, yeah,
4: and if you get, yeah, if you're getting mugged, there's a very real chance of them just killing you regardless because, you know. What's the point? Exactly. What's the point of not? No witnesses, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Nearly 140 in the Twin Cities have lost their job at Cirque du Soleil. Cirque. Well,
5: yeah, because they're not going to be putting on any shows oh, anytime oh. soon. Oh, no.
0: What so. about Love in <laughs> Vegas?
5: Nobody can done. have any I don't think it's done. I mean maybe, but they're when is when do you think there's going to be, you know, a thousand people in an auditorium together again? Tomorrow. I think what it's ways
0: think? out. How about Thursday?
5: So they probably fired everybody because they're like, We
2: can't pay you. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: they did. They fired everyone. So
2: there's hundred and forty and you said hundred and forty employees in Just in, in,
0: in
4: Minneapolis, Minneapolis. yeah. Well, uh, uh, well, uh, that might be downsizing, uh, if
2: anything. Wait a second. 140 employees just in Minneapolis. Are those, uh, that seems a little top-heavy. That's yes. just a number. You know, maybe there's other economic issues with regards to Cirque du Soleil.
5: In Minneapolis. Why would you even live in Minneapolis if you worked for Cirque du Soleil? Well, why would you have
4: employees here? When well, was the last yeah. time we saw a Cirque du Soleil show here. Cirque yeah. employs 4,000 people.
0: Four thousand? It's yep. not
5: surprising. They've so oh, well they have so I many so many different shows. They have traveling shows, yeah, they, they, they have do. resident yeah. shows, and there's, there's lighting people, there's props people, there's the people that are in the shows, there's sound people. It's a lot of I hope
0: it comes back. I love circus a tra- The
5: trainers, the choreographers, costumes
0: yeah, Horsefly did to my arm, sons right. of bitches. Horseflies wow. are yeah. vicious. Chomp, though. chomp.
2: I hope it's not screwfly. Screwfly, oh, they lay, lay eggs in you, and then they they great, hatch and so, so It's a that's bit like screwflies are a bit like uh, uh, what, what what the botflies. Oh, yeah, bot oh
0: botflies. Oh, bot yeah, there you go. Let's get those in our stomach or something. That's great. no, ah. they, they get in your head.
2: You on get your a head. Old, that's big, what big, it is. Big big old cyst on your head, mm-hmm. and you and you, and you know they're there because you can you look at them real close, and you see the antennas or the breathing tubes sticking out through the holes. So. Bad oh, god ish. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. Revolting.
3: <laughs> Except <laughs> in Northern America, it's rare to have a human. It is wildfire.
4: extremely <laughs> rare to see human flies They're <laughs> so mostly in South Whoa. America
2: and Central yeah. America. Well, in Central yes, Wales. it's Same like things. America.
3: So, so if you've so. been America. to Mexico recently, then you might be screwed. But
2: no, no. You get you get a screw. Fl- no, you, you get a screw fly in Texas. Screw flies lay the, lay the eggs on the on the cattle there in Texas and yeah, Arizona. Oh, that's what they do. Those are screw flies. So you're screwed in America. You're botted in Central <laughs> <you> America. <laughs> Ooh,
0: this is not good news. They're kind of crabby over at the Star Tribune and aimed directly at this family. Wanted or not, Northern Minnesota a top destination for visitors this weekend. Oh, they don't want us
4: coming up, huh? Well, everyone's getting the hell out of the cities and bringing their violence with
0: them, I'm sure. Well, we don't have any violence, so we're good to go. (laughs) There's no violence. Plus, I already paid for it, so there's nothing you can do about it. Being up in
4: Virginia, Minnesota made me want to move there. It's like, remember Dayton in the 90s? It was like that. Oh, I suppose, yeah. (laughs) Virginia? I've known people from Virginia. not a whole lot there, but it's very peaceful. Everyone gets along, you know. One nope. of my
5: childhood friends now lives in Virginia, Minnesota. Which they have one? everything. <clears throat> I will yeah. tell you when we're not on Target. They have, Target. Well, first they
0: have a Costco?
3: They don't they have, have a Costco. A Costco. But they have a Target. She's their neighbor. Target's good. Menards. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. In Virginia? Yeah. They yeah, tar- they
4: got everything up there. They've well, got do most of what they have tractor you supply? Need.
3: Yes. Wow. Well, yes, <laughs> they do. Naturally. It's like the <laughs> first thing you see when you drive through town.
4: The main thing I noticed different when I went out back to Dayton for the first time in 18 years, or 15 years, was that uh, it is no longer 99.9% John Deere products.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is
4: it? Just the farming equipment. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. When no, we lived there, anymore. it was John Deere or nothing. But now it's people are just buying whatever. What is yeah. it, Katsumura, or what is the Something like that, so yeah. Kubota,
2: Kubota. Kubota is probably the Mor- yeah. yeah. one. Is it Mirinda? Uh, Marinda, I think, is another tractor, Indian tractor I you no, right.
3: Absolutely no idea. Yeah. I don't know. The two most popular are John Deere and, and Kubota. Mm.
2: Are
0: they? Oh, John. John Deere and Kubota?
3: <clears throat> I know because Sherwin-Williams specifically makes paint just for those two. Yep. What? Yep. Why? because one's like bright orange and one's bright yep. green and yeah. yellow yeah. Well, that's
2: true. pittsburgh paints might make the may make it for case uh, case western or whatever mm-hmm. they are now and for yeah uh, what is case western
0: i remember that name
2: case west case what no case western is a university but case was a tractor manufacturer and they may be part, oh, of, oh, okay. Okay. They part right. of the with international harvester and that mm-hmm. group i mean that they, they they've consolidated and everything like that and yeah. And welcome to the Farm Channel. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> One thing a lot of people find interesting that they don't know is, like, the that John Deere green you see is a patented color. It is. You are not allowed to use it. Really? That's, yeah. Must that it, that it, very specific shade. If you tried to, like, you know, paint your car John Deere green, you'd might get sued.
3: Yes. Huh.
2: So it's like uh, a Klein Blue.
3: Same with...
4: Yeah, all of those colors are patented. The Best Buy color, that specific yep. shade of blue, that and the, the yellow, those are patented. Really? Yep.
0: Yep. That's, That's very cool. odd. So, I think mean, you can so, patent a color.
2: Well, they can patent a color, so it's uh, based on the blend. So if you mm-hmm. change one point If you away, change
4: it even a tiny bit, you're... Pr- it depends. I mean, like, if you made an electronics store and painted it Best Buy blue, you know, minus one, best you're probably still going to get blue. sued. Yeah. But if you use it to paint your house, no one's going to care. Yeah.
2: That is interesting. Yep. That is so interesting. I wonder and, what the law is well, on paint colors because music has specific, t- if you have a tune and like you music, change yeah. Yeah. three notes, you have to mm-hmm. change a certain number of notes before mm-hmm. it's not a plagiarism. Exactly. So yep. wow. I can
3: tell you a little bit about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, My brother makes the
3: paint for all that stuff. <laughs> um, so it depends on how tight the right like the patent is so for my brother at the the Williams facility he has like a regulation on how close he has to be delta wise mm-hmm. so some some places will say you have to be within plus or minus one delta yeah. but if it's like plus or minus five delta that means that that patent has a larger range, yeah. so then they could sue you if you're within the God. high and it's range. not yeah, a pa- yeah. it's not a
2: patent; it's a registered trademark. Yeah, it's a trademark. I think so. Color. Yes, it's a trademark. It's kind of like because patents expire, and they don't want right. the trademark. The yeah. trademarks do not. Yes,
3: yeah. it's, it's so kind of like if you yeah. buy
4: a Crown Vic, you have to take great pains to let people know that you are not a cop with the way that you paint your car. Oh, really? Yeah, you ha- you can't paint it like uh, like any combination of black and white because. <laughs> oh, like squad it has to be very <laughs> obvious because, yeah, the, the, those two colors plus the fact that it's a Crown Vic say cop to a lot of people. It's yeah. true.
3: That I mean, it is but true, yeah. you can have a Crown Vic that's painted white and black. You just. If it's it can't like, be marked with anything. No,
4: uh, if if it's inverted, maybe. But like, yeah. if it's the same basic color scheme, yeah. like the black in the front and the back, and then white cars. Doors, oh, no, they never allow that.
0: <laughs> except if you're in, to just a fat car is what you get then. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. Special guest up next with the family. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up. North Minneapolis,
2: they were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business.
0: Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looked so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. We are Are back.
5: Well, back down.
0: Our very special guest, ladies and gentlemen, Erica Heller. Hello, Erica. How are you?
1: Hi, I'm just fine. Happy to be here.
0: Nice to have you with us. Uh, What if I choose you or you choose me and then we don't perish, therefore we could have another lunch? What do you think?
1: (laughs) Well, the criteria for this is rather unusual, but um, it worked out.
0: It did work out. in this heartwarming collection edited by Joseph Heller's daughter, dozens of contributors, imagine one last lunch with someone they cherish. And I was just going through some of them, Erica, but I don't want to give you my impression of them. Oh, I would like to hear sure. you talk about it, because it, there's some amazing, amazing lunches on here.
1: Yeah. Well, I wanted to get all kinds of people, and I never dreamed that I really actually could get lunches with them. So I just... Wrote down lists and lists and sent out tons of emails to agents who never replied. And sometimes it took 10 people to get to someone who actually knew one of these people. Mm -hmm. And I wanted Steve Jobs. I wanted Saul Bellow. I wanted Nora Ephron, Robin Williams, Groucho Marx. Mm -hmm. I never thought I would get them. (laughs) And so it it was tremendously exciting. To actually, find these people, and then discover that they could write, and the imagination. I think that's shown in this book. The way everyone had a different take on it is really, really impressive.
0: Uh, I think it's very impressive, and I, you know what? I, I was uh, what. And maybe this is me, Erica. It's a possibility, but I would like a shot at having one one last lunch with someone who makes me happy. And one last once was somebody different who I could actually ask a question I was never able to ask.
1: Yeah. So I bet you there are a
0: lot of different choices. People, did people have a hard time settling on just one person?
1: No, it wasn't that because it had to be, they had to be connected to someone who was gone. Right. In most cases, who was famous. So there was no question about who they would write about. It was just what they would write. And some of them, you know, I think, you know, were funny. Some are hilarious, some are very poignant. Um, The one for Steve Jobs is a wonderful cartoon. Um, So it wasn't a question of people picking people. They were picked because of who they would write about.
0: Mm, I understand it, it, it completely, but God, in my, it's in my brain. This is your fault, Erica. Now you got my head spinning. <laughs> got my head spinning. I just keep, <laughs> yeah. I just coming up with person after person after person. I mean, there'd be so many. Obviously, being a, a Minnesotan, F. Scott Fitzgerald. I mean, who would pass on that, right? Right, but
1: it had to be someone who had known
0: him. Right. Well, I didn't so know that's finding true.
1: Pe- you know, I couldn't obviously find someone for Socrates. <laughs> I well, that too, it wasn't possible. There were a few that I missed that I would have liked to have, but I, w- I was perfectly, perfectly thrilled with what we got.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, well, I did see that George Pitcher got Jesus. That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> I know, an Anglican priest. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I thought I was delirious <laughs> when well, yeah. I got his email. And you can't get better than that.
0: No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, how, how did that all work out? Cause, well, I suppose if you're an Anglican priest, you know Jesus, I guess. A metaphorical, A metaphorical knowing. Metaphorical he was
1: willing to, you know, to have fun with it, which was wonderful. You know, it, it's not some serious... Um, religious thing right? he he actually made it funny so it's it's delightful
0: well they seem Kirk Douglas asked his father what he thought of him becoming an actor that's got to be a fascinating story
1: a, a lot of the things in here which I found it was actually very sad and I was sort of among them were people having a chance to find out from parents who were gone if they had their approval and there were so many of those, and Kirk Douglas was one of them, because mm-hmm. um, he really didn't know what his father would have thought of that or or anything. So you get tremendous insight into these people that you usually don't know anything personal about, really.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. Now, do you? What was your father on your list?
1: <laughs> My father was on my list twice. Twice. (laughs) I have actually two lunches with him. Okay. One is my fantasy lunch, and one is my reality lunch. And I realized if I was going to be honest with this book and expect other people to be, that I would have to do both. Mm -hmm. Because I couldn't really separate them, and they're very different.
0: So, yeah, well, I would imagine that's probably true. I, I Look, I, Erica, I'd like to have lunch with you, but I'd love to have lunch with Joseph Heller, your dad, mad. too. But you're not dead, so I've got to go with your dad. Right. There we go. But I didn't know your dad, so I can't do that either. Yeah. But, um, I, so, yeah, it's, it's a situation where, well, the two things that I was going to tell you is... Um, Neither one of my parents was famous, but you know, I know a lot after being in this business for 50 years. On September 3rd, I'll have been in radio for 50 years, so I've met a number of very famous people. And there are some wonderful people that I've met, no doubt about it. You included Erica, you know, obviously. But if I had my choice to have lunch with someone, it would be the two lunches that I would have would be with my mother because I'd love to just sit and listen to her talk again. She was the love of my life until I met my wife, obviously. Yeah. And then the other one would be my father, who he and I never got along ever. And I'd like to just ask him, Dad, what do you think? Yeah. What, What do you think about me doing? I just one time I would have liked to have asked my father what What is your advice, Dad? I'd love yeah. to be able to do that, Erica. Yeah,
1: well, I think it will get a lot of people thinking about things like that. Yeah, and, it will. And if you want to write some lunches, send them to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can write some lunches, absolutely. We'll see what
1: we can do. Well,
0: Erica, were there some that just floored you, that made you very sad or very happy, or were there some um, very special ones one to you? One that
1: absolutely cracked me up over and over again was Malachi McCord. Sure. Yep. who wrote about his brother, Frank. And I, I just found that hilarious. Um, he referred to, to Frank's ex-wife as the War Department. <laughs> and the whole, the whole thing is just wonderful. And I think Maureen Stapleton, her son, wrote a wonderful poignant lunch about her. You know, all the flaws and nothing hidden and it was just wonderful and and they were all so different as i said you know i never thought i would get jackie oh
3: that was
1: one of my uh you know gold rings i wanted and that was just charming and sweet and interesting because we really know nothing about her personally and You know the cooking ones, Julia Child, Marcella Hayes, and David Bowie. Mm -hmm. I mean, who wouldn't like to have lunch with him?
0: (laughs) No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about that.
1: You know, they were all each one was like a little jewel to me. They were so so raw and personal, and the takes were so different that uh, and I never knew what I was going to get because many of these people are not professional writers. So I had to hope that they could do a good job with this, and they really came through.
0: No, I can understand that. I think I've I, I decided on it because I only met him one time,
3: yeah.
0: and he gave me a big hug and said, he whispered in my ear, kid, what are you doing in Minneapolis? <laughs> uh, I would have lunch with Peter Falk. I, what a lovely Aww. man. Oh, what a great guy. Did you ever meet Peter? If
1: only I had known that.
0: No, <laughs> oh, Peter Falk's just one of the greatest guys you'd ever want to meet. Just
1: but very. would've been on my list.
0: <laughs> well, book two, I could be in book two. That'd be good.
1: Uh, that would be great. Be I'm writing you land. down. I'm holding you to
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. One last lunch, a final meal with those who meant so much to us. Great idea, Erica. I'm so happy you... You're, Thank you. Is there a lot of pressure being Joseph's kid? I suppose there is, huh? Um,
1: mm. If it is, I've sort of inoculated myself <laughs> I, about it by now. Good. I don't really think about it, and people aren't open about it. <laughs> so... I'm not really, I really don't, he's gone so long, yeah, uh, over 20 years, and I'm a grown-up, you know, and it doesn't, it hasn't, doesn't really cling to me at this point, I don't think, that I'm aware of.
0: Well, great memories, hopefully, one of the great books ever written. Yep. <laughs> no doubt about it. I'd like to know what he
1: would write about today. Yeah, this, wouldn't that
0: be interesting? <laughs> Joseph Heller writing about what's going on today. Well, Erica right Heller on. could do it. You could do it. Works for we me. can only guess. Erica, thank you so much for your time. Have a, have a wonderful day. Thank
1: you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Erica Heller, one last lunch, a final meal with those who meant so much to us. You guys ever read Catch-22? Oh, uh,
2: you know, no.
0: Fun no, mama. but I am familiar Ooh. with it. What a book! Yeah, uh, there, there's some heat going on right now about Catch Twenty Two. somebody wanted to pull, wanted pulled off school shelves. <sighs> That's every book in the world is being burned That's right now. Ever been good? Yeah. Every good good book has to be pulled from the shelves. Yeah, well, I, yeah. There was something. Wait, tell you what, we'll take a break. And Andy, could you look up and see what it was? Sure. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes with the family. what an honor it was to interview Erica Heller Joseph Heller's daughter great idea so who would you get who you who would you go with row doesn't have to be famous
2: man 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 I oh so you know uh, who would I want to talk to a little bit more uh, I don't know maybe Maybe my uncle Kenneth. He was just this brilliant guy, and I never realized mm-hmm. how smart he was. Maybe him. Mm-hmm. Maybe him.
0: So when did you realize how smart he was?
2: He wrote me a wrote a letter, wrote about me a letter one time, a short letter, and man, the the writing and the vocabulary it was so, so and it was collegiate level. And I thought, where did this come from? Yeah, I don't. Really. I don't think he finished high school. What did he do? Farmer. Farmer wow. worked. Oh, in this, really? And, and he was a farmer, and he was a millwright in the in the mill in the steel mill. Wow, and interesting guy. He's very very interesting well-read guy. farmer. Yeah, well, just hmm. interesting. And maybe, and maybe uh, <laughs> uh, school, uh, grade school, and uh, secondary school was much much better at that yeah, time. Yeah, that could be much much better at that time. So, yeah, yeah, that's maybe, a very good yeah, point. Maybe maybe him. That because I'd always. I reflect on that. and I go, man, where did this come from? And I had no idea. I knew he was, he was, you know, he was smart, but didn't have. I didn't realize he had the lettery sense, which I think really made me realize how, just how smart he was. Yeah, but I could it, see that. But at the same time, if you were a, a young kid and you were on the farm and you're out, you know, walking around with him or just you know, doing stuff with him, he would uh, stand, grab hold of the electric fence with one hand. And then reach out and say, Here, take my hand, and would shock you with his other hand. So it was. Huh. It was a, so Real he was, nice. He was using his understanding of uh, uh, elect- electricity and physics uh, yeah. to, to, to shock you.
4: Well, that's really nice. What do you have his uh, rubber boots on? So he didn't shock yeah, Something like or?
2: that. It's, I'm sure it was something like that. And then and he, was, he was also probably one of the instigators of shooting carbide cans calcium yeah. carbide where you take the calcium carbide you drop it in you drop it into a milk can a 10 gallon milk can mm-hmm. you drop it in the bottom a little bit of water yep. there was a pinhole in the bottom maybe a rusted hole through the bottom it was a useless milk can anymore you put the top on and you just waited for a second you had Sh- touched the bottom of that you go yep. boom, boom shoot this milk can lid yep. you know 50 100 feet in the air then you turn Then you do it again.
4: You just hope to God it doesn't land on your car.
2: Yeah, well, it land on your car. Well, yeah, that, didn't, that was the whole point. You had enough sense to put it someplace where it wouldn't land on your car. And when they were doing it, you, know, you told all the kids, look out. <clears throat> it's going to come down.
0: So, Melissa, so who would it be? Heavy. If you had a chance to eat, eat dinner with somebody, who would it be?
3: Hmm.
0: I would never be able to answer. I don't
3: know if I, no? I'd have to think about it for a little
0: while. And, Andy, you can't answer it either?
3: No. It's
4: not, not easy. No
0: idea.
2: But so, it has to be someone you know. That's the thing. That, that, that was the, the rule.
0: Well, that narrows oh. it down quite a bit. Oh, the
3: rule is someone you know. But
0: they have to be famous, too.
3: Well, they don't they have do? to be.
0: I thought they was. that's what she said. They no, had to be because famous.
3: one of them was, like, their brother and, like, their mother and... Their father? Yeah.
4: Well, Kirk Douglas's father, I think, was famous, wasn't he?
3: No. No. Well, Kirk was, though. Kirk was. Oh, Kirk well, then, was. yeah, then
4: technically, no, it is not. So, His hey.
3: son is famous.
0: Ah. Uh, Michael Douglas, Michael exactly. Douglas. <laughs> That's absolutely true. I don't know. I think it's an interesting premise. If you could go back, because by coincidence, I don't know if I was talking to you about this, Andy, or not, but by coincidence, I just brought that up three days ago, that if I ever got to talk to my father again, I would ask him, what do you think I should do? Just once in my life, try to get a little advice. What what would you do? What do you think I should do? Mm. I wonder what he would have answered. That would have been weird.
5: Well, it's supposed to depend on his... State of, mind. State, yeah. state of mind. That's the, at the other time. thing
0: is you're, you know, if you're going to
4: write something like that, how do you write as a schizophrenic?
0: Yeah, well, how, that's yeah, a very right? good, good point. How do you yeah. do that?
4: You, if you researched it enough, you could probably get some of those mannerisms in there, but it, you'd never be able to nail it. Okay, you be
0: me, and I'll be my dad, and then I'll show you how it would go. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so ask me a question. All right, Dad, what do you think I should do? Well, you ask that guy that's standing right behind you.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that, oh, my That's
2: gosh. cold. That's cold.
0: cold. Well, the man that's with the red skin horns. and the pointy horns. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's cold. That bright red skin with the pointy horns <laughs> right behind you.
2: Oh. No, you know, it's not cold. It's true. It well, well, no, it's just, yeah. and that's, well, I guess, you know, the funny thing, the, the good thing about that is that really shows you what, how scary it can be oh, God, to yes. have that disorder, yeah. and you can be more you know, hopefully more empathetic, not empathetic, sympathetic, sympathetic to their yeah. sensitivities and then what they're going through and everything like that. It's a, it's hell. Well, it's, you can tell to go through that
4: in, in modern day, you at least know what's going on. You know, that you've got a disorder called schizophrenia and it's causing this and this, but you know, back then right. you didn't even know what was happening or why it was happening. Mm-hmm. So as right. far as you were concerned, it could be real. You could be seeing ghosts or something. You had no explanation. Right.
2: Oh, and then go back two, three hundred years. Oh,
4: can you imagine yeah. seeing things three hundred years ago? Oh, oh, I would God. totally think I was seeing ghosts or something. Well oh, yeah. If true. the only explanation, the only other explanation I had was, you know, it's some sort of so, divine or demonic presence, then that's what you go so with. Where do, where,
5: do you
2: th- where do you think those people would end up? So you say say five hundred years ago, or no, make it make it eight hundred years ago. You're in you're in some town in the middle of Europe. And you start seeing stuff and you start talking to people about that. Killed because We're... you're a witch. Honestly, yeah, yeah. In a lot of places or, probably just killed.
3: Or yeah. exorcism because you're Yeah,
4: yeah or exercise, with evil spirits. But yeah. then that wouldn't work, so then they would probably just lock you up or something like that. Or you just pretend you
5: don't see stuff.
4: The yeah, the best you could do is not mention it to anyone just and just hope it doesn't that, affect you. But if you yeah. talk to someone, yeah, I think your life would have been pretty
2: much yeah. over. But the yeah. part of it is you can't function in a normal society. You just can't fit in. You you you're just lost.
5: Fawn said her bed was shaking last night. So
0: her mm. bed was shaking, and
5: she woke up at three forty-five in the morning and said, "My bed was
4: shaking." She it was probably like, means thunder.
5: There was no thunder.
4: Really? There wasn't. It was for us.
5: No,
3: it was raining,
4: raining where we, we were. were. Yeah, rain it rained It rained, but we
5: didn't have any thunder. We had a little bit of heat lightning, but there wasn't any thunder. We had a How couple of nice lightning strikes of away. The night before, oh my God. Uh, that was the amount loud. of thunder was. She's not as afraid of thunder as she once was, <clears> which is nice because she was horrified of it.
0: Yeah. Well, it is rather loud. It's still that. My age, it's still really loud. If it, if if it, it
2: strikes
4: in.
0: close enough, it's yeah. I know when
5: yeah. it's like one of those really intense mm-hmm. claps, it's like oh god. Oh,
2: yeah. They're really good yeah. when you hear the buzz. Yeah, yeah. You hear the yeah. Buzz I've first never heard bit. that. And I oh never man, that, hear the zzz, boom. Yeah. That, oh, that's the fast It is close then. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, Doc. I get, oh, go ahead.
3: I figured out my answer after he said I had to choose someone that I knew. I was like, okay, my great grandmother. My great grandmother was very sweet. That you've met before. It has to be someone you've met before. Yeah, yeah. she I met her. She. Uh, I technically
4: she died met when my great grandma s- when, when I was like two. Two, yeah. You she died when I was
3: sixteen, though. so I knew her very well. <clears throat> yeah, but she was sweet, and I wish she would have lived a little longer.
0: Mm. I don't think if my great grandparents were alive, it had to be someone you. No, they knew. didn't. Hmm. Mm. It had to be someone you knew. That's, That's all. There is that it.
5: definitely changes things.
0: Yeah. Well, think about it. <laughs> i got to read this to Doc while you're thinking about it. The U.S. is seeing a surge in coronavirus cases with roughly 40,000 new ones coming in a day. That might seem tame compared to a new projection from Dr. Anthony Fauci. I would not be surprised if we go up to 100,000 a day. Yeah, he's doing that. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. (laughs) I would not be surprised if we go up to 100,000 a day if this does not turn around. So I'm very concerned, he said at a Senate hearing. Per the Washington Post, Fauci was responding to a question from Elizabeth Warren, who pressed him on what the final death toll might be. Why would you press him on that? He doesn't know. Because doesn't, they want fear. Oh, Christ.
4: They At want him to one, say 100 million people will die.
2: One-third uh, of the American population exactly. is going to die. Just,
4: I think oh whether or not you it is a as severe as they say, regardless of the facts, they made a huge mistake in saying that protesting wouldn't cause more cases. Because yeah, people see that and they correct. think, well, if throngs of thousands of protesters— aren't going to cause any more cases, then why are 20 people at a party or 100 people at a gathering? Right. Right. So if it is as viral as they say, then they made a huge mistake in basically telling the entire population, no,
0: get together, it's not going to do anything. Because I don't think that's the deal either. I think all these new cases because of testing and the people who are coming down with it, are much younger well, and they're very mild cases from what i understand well, right
2: yeah but the death rate hasn't changed no the death rate has gone down that sort of shows well if the death rate is, <clears throat> is dropping you know, someone. I brought this up about Sweden. I said, Sweden. They didn't do any of the. They didn't do any the isolation. They didn't do any of this stuff at all. They didn't shut everything down. And uh, they had a certain number of deaths. And the person said, Oh, just they're just rethinking that because now they have a surge in the number of cases they're seeing there. And I said, So I looked up the number of deaths per hundred thousand, and they're still they're in the top ten. So it still hasn't changed. What are you throwing
4: at? Well, even in America, the your cells? odds of Dying of Corona like or something like one you. in two hundred fifty thousand. I, I gotta go. So anyway, sweet Jesus. You know, there's a <laughs> lot. There's a lot of things to be more afraid of than a one in two hundred fifty thousand
0: chance. No yeah. doubt about it. All right, that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Hell of a show, I thought. Nice. It went by it. really fast. It went by Did really, it? really fast. Talk to you tomorrow with the family.